Yeah, no, I remember going to the cidery that I'm going to talk about and saying, oh, we should do a cidery. And you're like, oh, I don't really drink cider. And I was like, well, you better get on it. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what? You were right, as usual. And I should have listened to you long ago because this was a delightful (laughs) experience. And I think it uh, it opens up like uh, another another world of uh, awesome kind of beverages to try. So. There you go. Exactly. Case in point, we need to listen to Jeff more often. (laughs) Um, Well, good. I'm glad that you listened to me. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to Taste BC Radio, where we're going on a journey to explore restaurants, breweries, wineries, and just about anywhere where we can eat or drink local. I'm Jeff. And I'm Dan. And we are talking twice a month about local BC food and drink. If you want to join in on the conversation, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at TasteBCRadio. Or email us at host at TasteBCRadio.ca. All right, tasters. Let's get into it. So you're finally done? Well, done for now. Done for now. It's still <laughs> like done this semester, so that's good. Done this semester, yeah. The chaos semester. Yeah. Um, how, did, get... uh, how did everything go at the end there? Uh, it, it actually, it went smoother than I expected, which was nice. Um, and I just have some exams to finish up and then I get a whole two week summer vacation. Woo! (laughs) Summer vacay. Yeah. But I'm excited to see you and go, uh, to our old stomping grounds of Salt Spring Island, which will be great. I am, uh, I'm very excited and it's kind of like, it's the first time we've been back there for quite a number of years. Same, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and certainly the the first time in a very long time together. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Which is going to be wild so and super fun. Yeah, going to have to do so much research. <laughs> uh, lots of places to explore on Salt Spring, that's for sure. Yeah. I know I already have a list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, very excited. Um, and how are things with you? Good. Yeah, just get, again, just taking it day by day, and uh, things are getting good. Um, they, well, things are getting better, and certain people are sleeping through the night a little bit more, which is really nice, so I'm feeling a little bit better overall, but still... Uh, certain people, does that mean the baby, or does that mean you? Oh, uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> both, yeah. Ah, okay. okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, everything is going uh, really well. Um Soccer season is starting up again, so I had a couple. Oh, or I had, we had our first like official practice last night, which was really fun and good to see everyone again and uh, get back into the swing of things. So yeah, that's awesome. Are you back in goal? I am. Yeah, this will be my second season back in goal, and uh, we have like a. I don't know what. Like I'm not really sure what this cup is, but we have a cup game this weekend, um, oh. and we're playing a Division One team. But I don't really know, like. I don't know, I've never really heard of this cup, or I have, and I just don't really understand it. I, I guess it's like a preseason tournament to see how people, or just to get more games out there, but there's a cup oh. at the end of it, so it's we're starting in the quarterfinal, which is kind of cool, so see how that goes. And are you also Div 1? No, we're Div 2, um, so oh, we've okay. been trying to uh, uh, get promoted up to Division 1, and it's, uh, it's a tough league. Like Division 2 has a lot of very, very... Uh, similar similar skill level teams and so it is an it's it's awesome it's really good (laughs) it's very exciting like we were i think we were like four points off of first place by the end of the season and we finished third so (laughs) wow yeah it was wild something like that. and what is it the the top one 
it's goes yeah. up and one goes down or two uh top top team goes up um and then i don't think you get automatic promotion i think you play the last place team div one team to see if who goes up next or that is that right no i don't i think i made that up never mind scratch that <laughs> <laughs> um, um cool well that's that's fun that's exciting and uh it's gonna be good to have you back in goal but hopefully yes. you continue to enjoy it absolutely yeah no it's uh it's been it's been a nice journey back into goal and uh um it's kind of like it's kind of like riding a bike <laughs> you kind of yeah. get it takes you a bit to get used to it but uh once you get back to some reasonable standard you're you're i'm i'm happy um yeah i saw that you did a, a run the other day how did that go how did that feel good it's good it's good to be back running um i've had to take the last little while off just to focus on school so it's going to be really it's really nice to get back on on the road i'd rather be in trails but you can only do so much and (laughs) great grateful to be able to do what i what i am so absolutely yeah it's really good i was gonna go out for another one today but it's pouring rain and i don't have to so i might not (laughs) (laughs) you guys are we got rain last night and it's just kind of overcast now but it's pouring over there eh yeah, it poured rain all night, uh, starting at around eleven thirty last night, and it's it's sprinkling now. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, uh, this is gonna be such a like an old person thing to say, but like we need it. It's good. Much. We really needed that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the lawn. The lawn needed it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I know it's getting. I was just I was just talking to a friend from the Okanagan yesterday, and they were mentioning how like bad it is up there lately with the fires and everything. And it's just so disappointing to see that um, we're seeing these great Okanagan summers just going to absolute garbage and, you know, fire after fire every year seems to be getting worse with no reprise in sight. And it's just, it's just such a disappointment because um, there's just like the forestry mismanagement and, you know, climate change, obviously. And, The other problem with it is even though people are being severely affected by it in the interior, mm-hmm. they're of the demographic that is less likely to be inspired to make the necessary changes. Yeah. When it is, also um, doesn't help, like, that's, like, the Okanagan is such a popular place for tourists to go, like I said, in the right. summer. And, like, so they get this huge influx of people from different parts of, I would probably say, the world. and A lot, maybe, well, yeah. Mostly from like the lower mainland or Alberta, yeah. tons and tons of people from Alberta, yeah, yeah, so and it's and like how many of these fires are actually human started and um which is so disappointing, yeah. and it's so you I see mean, people, even by like, accident, of course, yeah, we see people still smoking around like dry brush, like even in the city, and you're like, what are you thinking, yeah, like have you not heard have you not do you not see like the haze <laughs> when yeah. it's hazy, like come on. Let's yeah, be smart it's, about it's this. a real shame. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's it is what it is, I guess. Totally. Yeah. And we have to. You just got to do what you can and hope for the best. Yeah. We uh, on the island, we were kind of forest fire free for a while there, and then uh, five popped up up in Courtney like a couple Jeez. days ago. So I bad, haven't yeah. seen if they're under control or not, but hopefully yeah. they are. I was watching a episode of Bob's Burgers last night and they were doing a science fair and it was like, look at all these, you know, 
science projects. There's sea levels are rising. The the bees are dying off. This whatever. Oh, this is a really depressing um, science fair this year because it's all these like problems with the world or whatever. And yeah. my wife turns to me and goes, "Is that how you feel in school these days?" And I'm like, "Yep, that's pretty much all I'm learning about." Right now. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. It's how to how to do stocks and bonds and the world is a dumpster fire, basically, yeah. is all I'm learning about. Yeah. <laughs> but at least you're learning how to make money. <laughs> yeah, on companies that are turning the world into dumpster fires. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh boy. Yeah. yeah. The world's a mess. <laughs> Alright. Well <laughs> on a happier note, maybe we should talk about some delicious food and drink. How what do you think? I think that's appropriate. We are talking cideries today. Yes, we absolutely are. And I don't think we've ever done a cidery as a feature, have we? Yes. So first time doing a featured cider place. And I, I'm kind of surprised that it's taken us a long, this long to actually uh, talk about one. Because I think cideries are becoming ever more popular as people kind of move away from liking to drink beer and stuff. And we have so many options here in BC rather than just like drinking growers or Strongbow or something like that. Not that there's anything wrong with that. However, I feel like we have a lot of local options that do incredible work, and I'm really excited to talk about this one, which actually yeah, just exactly. happens to be down the road from us. It was a six-minute drive from where we live, so this is this Perfect. place is. You know, uh, people people are going to start to be able to triangulate where you're living. <laughs> <laughs> this place is 36 minutes away from us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did I say six minutes? I said 36. I meant 36. Um, <laughs> and uh, relatively new to the to the scene here, they released their first cider in July of 2021, and the name of this place is called Junction Orchard and Cidery. Mm. And we have been driving up and down the road that, uh, the kind of the more major road that you turn off of to get to this place. And we keep seeing the right. sign that says Junction Orchard or Junction Cidery this way. And right. my wife and I have been saying for months that we need to go and try it. Well, sure enough, this, the past weekend, we finally got uh, a chance to go and uh, go and try it out. And it was amazing. And it is for so many different reasons. One, the day we picked was pretty cool because they also had a uh, uh, a market on the same day. And so they basically had uh, their tasting room open. They had a couple food trucks. And then they had a bunch of um, stands uh, kind of located, spread out in their orchard. So you kind of just walk through their orchard and you can look at... Uh, different kind of farmer's market or artisan market items uh, from local vendors. And mm -hmm. we ended up buying something for uh, for like a Christmas present for somebody this year, which is kind of sweet. And, um, and just a beautiful, beautiful location. Uh, tucked away just off of this main road that, uh, um, that we kept driving on. And so it's nice and quiet. It's a beautiful kind of rolling green, luscious orchard and tons of uh, apple trees that you can see the fruit that's being made for the cider itself. And right. just an amazing backdrop. They have um, uh, their the the building itself where the cidery is located is uh, tall and kind of rustic looking. They've obviously modernized it to make it into a cidery, but they have kept like the 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 bones of the of the kind of farmhouse. And so it's a really right. cool rustic feeling when you walk into the place. And there's it's kind of like 
concrete ground and you can see the people kind of working in the background making the cider and uh, very very kind of rustic and and stuff like that so uh, and then they've got this massive like open area lots of picnic tables they had games that you could go and play um and uh, oh it was just an amazing amazing place to go and try cider and the uh Sorry. so the founders are uh Cody and Jill their names are Cody and Jillian um and uh there are they are a couple it looks like and uh Cody has been uh, grew up in Victoria and he has kind of got this history of beverage distribution and actually works as a firefighter here in Victoria which is pretty cool and uh Jillian uh it has originally from Australia and has worked in customer service and hospitality for 20 years, but has spent the last 15 years living here in, uh, in Canada. Um, and their, their kind of philosophy to cider is keep it sim- simple. And this is kind of what they, they're kind of their, the motto that they talk about, keep it simple, let the fruit shine through and no added sugars a, a, if possible and keep everything lo- as local as possible, which is really cool. So the way they, source their ingredients is they start on vancouver island look Mm -hmm. and specifically the sandwich peninsula which is just north kind of around where schwartz bay is where the ferry lands and so they'll look for specific ingredients there then they'll kind of move to the island to the rest of the island if they can't find one that or a product that they like and then if the island isn't able to provide them with the ingredients that they're looking for then they go out to bc and just slowly work their way out yeah um, for them, they have a they have a philosophy that they don't work with people until they actually meet them. So they actually want to go out and meet the people that grow the ingredients and see what kind of their vibe is. So I think it, that's kind of a really neat way of doing it. I don't know if everybody does it that way or if they, a lot of people are kind of just looking for um, maybe what the cheapest option is or the easiest option is, but they seem to really care about the quality and the, the people behind their product and do they stand by it and stuff like that. So I thought that was a really, Great. really cool bit of information and made me, uh, enjoy this place even more. Great. Yeah. They, uh, offer a lot of events at the, at the orchard. And so they do, uh, uh, yoga in the orchard, which is pretty cool. Obviously, they have a bunch of uh, farmers markets and artisan markets. They also have a boxing club, which I think is kind of cool, <laughs> and, um, which you can sign up for on their website. It's called the uh, Junction Sweat Club, featuring Teddy's boxing. So maybe uh, it might not just be boxing. They may kind of do uh, move around from time. It's just kind of like an exercise club. So I'll, I'll kind of take Sweet. a look at it again uh, later on. But now to the nitty gritty. To what we're all waiting for. So we got to... I I don't know if they normally do this or if it because there was the, the farmer's market there and it was really busy. But when you go in and order the cider, if you want a flight, they have kind of pre-selected ones. But you can also just add like little individ, uh, individual ones on top of that. And so right. we were able to try uh, quite a few of their ciders. Um, and they are right up my alley in terms of what i look for in a cider i don't like really sweet uh ciders and these the ones that we tried uh even their kind of their standard like apple cider their farmhouse cider was beautifully tart not uh not overly sweet and you can really just tell it's uh um there's no added preservatives or anything like that and it was just a beautiful cider really really easy to drink um right which was really awesome. And one of the really, they had a kiwi sour, which was also really good. Mm. My expectations of that were more like a sour beer, 
And I think that was right. to his detriment. It was really delicious, but it just wasn't... My expectation was, like, big sour, but it wasn't. And I don't think it was meant to be. So it was right. delicious, and I highly recommend it. It was... Uh, it kind of gave you that same mouthfeel that, you know, you chew on to a... Uh, bite into a kiwi, and you kind of get that, like, fuzzy feeling in your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got that with this, which is really... I thought it was really neat. Um, you love your fuzzy fruit, huh? I do. Yeah, I like my fuzzy fruit. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one the one that was really really cool that uh that i really loved was called their piquette uh it uses their kind of farmhouse um apple cider but then they add uh, uh avril creek garitzamainer piquette to it so it's like a wine cider and it was absolutely oh, okay. delicious keep that in mind that's funny yeah oh wait sorry what I said, keep that in mind. That's funny. When you when you taste it, you have the the fruitiness of of the of the cider, and then you get this really nice like wine finish, and so you get these uh, stone fruit, these uh, citrus notes, and like a really nice right. garwitz, which is on the sweeter side, right? So it was delightful. It was really really good. It was one of my favorites for sure. Um, yeah, and then. The we bought a couple but we bought a bottle of the uh, piquette they also were offering a sangria cider but unfortunately we didn't get to try it was it like a cider flavored like sangria or was it like uh, a sangria made from cider uh, it is a sangria made with cider so it's oh uh, that's awesome so it's got uh bc like the, the their cider and then they use blueberry juice passion fruit juice and then Roost Winery red wine, and then a little bit of yeast. So we got the Piquette, and then we got one called Rude Rue. <laughs> really hard to say. <laughs> um, which is a uh, their craft cider with raspberry and ginger, and then some local blueberry honey, uh, which I thought was really, really cool. So haven't tried, haven't had a chance to try this one yet, but I will most likely probably do a What Am I Drinking This Week uh, post about it so keep that yeah, keep perfect. your ears open for that overall like for i think the from from memory which is not great given yeah I, well we've established uh, that already <laughs> <laughs> i uh i think the only other cidery would be marydale cidery and salt spring island the one on salt spring where we went to uh, i think probably the last time we were there so multiple years uh and so still kind of getting used to the cidery kind of scene but man this is yeah, this right. place this place is amazing and uh um it'll be definitely a place that we should take you guys to when you are here hopefully in october yeah for a 36 minute drive yeah for a 36 minute yeah. drive yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah uh so if you do find yourself in victoria and are wanting some lovely local cider uh take a look at junction cidery and it is located at 273 prospect lake road victoria bc amazing excellent so jeff what have you been drinking these days well i've got a really fun drink um dan have you ever had a dole whip before i have actually yeah okay so uh parkside brewing created a beer um I'm not actually entirely sure what the base kind of beer is, uh, but I, I f it felt like an IPA, um, I, but I, I couldn't find the actual details of like what kind of like base beer they have, but it's pineapple and vanilla, uh, and they call it 
a pineapple Dole Whip beer. Oh. And so the beer is called Tilt-A-Whirl from Parkside Brewing. And it was, I, I kind of expected it to be fun, but it was unbelievably good. It was so good. The it First of all, it's 6%, Ooh. and it's only a 12 IBU. Um, but wow. at 6%, that's kind of, yeah, surprising that it, they kind of were able to balance that out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think some of it came from the sweetness from the pineapple, sweet and tartness, uh, and had a lot of... Uh, a lot of really pineapple forward on the nose uh, with a like a vanilla finish. Uh, it, it tasted exactly like a Dole Whip. It tasted like drinking a Dole Whip. Not quite as sweet, but super, super flavorful. Really easy to drink. Super refreshing, crushable. I don't even think they're serving it anymore. I'm not sure if they're pouring it. Uh, sorry, I'm not, I got it in cans. So I'm yeah. not sure if they're uh, still selling the cans, but they're certainly not pouring it in the brewery. But yeah, it was such a surprising experience i kind of got it as like a i don't want to say gimmick but <laughs> like like oh that's fun like worth a try or whatever but i would 100 percent drink it again over and over and over again it was so good oh. and the six percent is nothing to sneeze at either so yeah very exciting uh drink and and i i find that parkside has every now and then they release just an absolute banger of a of a beer and mm. some of some of their beers are just like really, really incredible and and refreshing and uh, perfectly balanced and and really enjoyable. And this is another one that they just knocked it out of the park on. It was, oh. um, yeah. I, I I'm actually a little surprised they were able to label it a Dole Whip beer. Uh, it doesn't seem like they necessarily had it in partnership with Dole mm. by any means, but maybe because they're um on the smaller side in the grand scheme of things and maybe they're using dole pineapple juice pineapple puree for the flavoring profile so maybe that that's how they can get away with it because it's not like the actual beer title is tilt a whirl and then the 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 type of beer is pineapple dole whip beer so maybe that's how they got away with it but Mm -hmm. yeah super cool really really uh if if you do get a chance to try it you have to because it'll blow your mind It, it it's just it's so um like it doesn't, it doesn't taste like you're drinking a beer. It tastes like you're drinking like a beer flavored <laughs> Dole Whip, <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, and super, yeah, super light too. And like, it doesn't linger a sweetness. Like, there's no, um, like you don't get that kind of like artificial s- sweetener or like, um, like sucrose like lingering sweeten sweetness. Uh, cause it just like it's super super clean and and runs right off your mouth and and like evaporates leaving just kind of like the essence of vanilla so yeah that sounds amazing i love those it was like uh, a like a pineapple creamsicle kind of if you imagine that yeah that sounds amazing i love the beers that you look at and you're like oh this is fun and then they because every once in a while you're just like this is incredible yeah (laughs) (laughs) and i want more (laughs) yeah yeah for sure yeah it was definitely a a very very happy surprise for sure (laughs) that's awesome Sweet. Yeah. What about you? What have you been drinking or eating or tasting or? Well, I also have a beer that I want to talk about, and I it's from a brewery that is uh, that we've talked about on the show, and I absolutely love it. And every time they come out with something, I am immediately wanting to try it. Um, this one kind of took me by surprise, though, because normally when I go to a brewery, especially Small Gods, I'm looking for different styles of beer. And this time, their Cerveza-style beer took me by surprise, and it blew me out of the water. 
because so their their beer style of beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So it is uh, a tagin and lime cerveza, and oh my god, this thing is so good. It sounds kind of like the cerveza style, obviously very light, very summery, very easy, very crushable. And lime cerveza is a classic one, right? You think of kind of um, a better version of Corona. <laughs> I think I can yeah. say that, can't yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the added spice from Tajin just made, gave this as, as like new dimension, and they have blown this out of the water, and so much so that you had to, if you wanted to get your hands on it for a, like a four pack or or a keg, not a keg, sorry, a like a flat of it, you had to basically be ordering it immediately when it re- was released because they got the their biggest pre order ever for a beer when this thing uh most recently uh so they've done it before and they've brought it back and i didn't get to try it the first time but i'm so glad that i got to try because it is just delicious and uh, i had no idea what tajin is or tajin 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 thank you and so um it looks like it's kind of uh, um um It comes from uh, Mex- Jalisco, Mexico, and it's uh, ground j- dried chili peppers, uh, dehydrated lime, and sea salt. Is that kind of yeah? Is that a- yeah? Sweet. Yeah, yeah. I-, I believe it's a brand name. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Product. Yeah, like uh, and uh, yeah, lots of places use it. A lot of places will put it as like a rimmer on like a margarita or something. Um, it's really flavorful. It doesn't have too much of a spice to it, but it has a little bit of that citric acidy kind of. Uh, nest to it as well which so it's a really nice balanced um, spice mix it's really good for things like this yeah just like a little pinch in in a beer would be delightful oh it or was it's like a rimmer on a yeah something yeah totally and they're really cool one of the coolest things i found about this uh one was they did it in collaboration with a uh, uh a mexican food spot here in victoria called boomtown oh which cool is, which is really neat so normally you have uh uh uh, collaborations with other breweries, but they wanted to do one with uh, with a restaurant, and there's a reason for that. And Boomtown was the first place outside of the uh, outside of Small Gods Brewery to carry their beer. So I thought that was oh. a really really nice touch. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So little kind of thank you almost. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, and oh man, I would drink this happily all summer long. It is incredible. So so good. I That's don't. Awesome. It doesn't sound like they're gonna have much <laughs> stock of it. So if you find it, like I'm gonna be on the lookout every time we're in a liquor store because I just want my hands on it so I can have more because <laughs> it is yeah, so yeah. good. Save me some. I will. All right, man. What uh, what cidery are you talking about? So I wanted to talk about a cidery that I've had on the back burner to talk about for over a year now. Uh, And they are called Sunday Cider. And I was reminded about just how freaking fantastic they are uh, when I returned this time, uh, or a couple weeks ago when I was up in the Sunshine Coast, and we stopped by for a flight. And the first time I went, we went on a maybe Thursday morning, something like that. And it was kind of right when they opened. And Actually, I believe one of the brewers or owners was there and did a tasting for us and let us taste a bunch of stuff that normally they wouldn't taste uh, just because we were the only ones there. And I guess he was proud of his work, which why wouldn't you be? 
And it's really cool because they started in 2015, where prior to that, they lived in Vancouver and they would get together on Sundays and brew their own cider. Uh. And then, of course, the name was fantastically uh, obvious when they decided to create a uh, their turn their hobby into a, a full-time project and so they named it uh, Sunday Cider and they acquired land in Sunshine Coast just off of the uh, main highway there mm-hmm. as you're heading out of Gibson's and they currently are getting a lot of their apples from the Okanagan but some of the, but they're transitioning to they've planted trees in their uh, lot 20 acre lot which kind of is like a long narrow lot so when you go on the property you don't see 99% of the lot you just kind of see the the parking lot and then where you can taste in a little tasting area and then there's kind of a fence saying like this area is like our farm please respect the area and then it just apparently continues like way up the hill so they've got uh, trees growing their own apples there now and they're starting to incorporate that into their um, process mm. Um, but either way, the rest are all local or estate grown apples. Hmm. And, um, what they do there is uh, similar to, to yours is that they do things a little bit, uh, kind of to the beat of their own drum, which is great. Um, they have, they have your traditional ciders, uh, but most of what they do is they do, uh, a natural ferment. And so they don't actually add any yeast to it. And they'll just let it kind of ferment with the the natural yeast in the air. And um, that creates a bit of a different experience every time. So uh, it's not as controlled, which means that you have to be a lot more um, comfortable with the procedure to make sure that everything is kind of on track and fermenting properly and getting to a flavor profile that you like. Mm-hmm. When I was talking to the brewer, I'm not, yeah, I'm not sure if it was Clint or Patrick, but I'm, I'm pretty sure it was Clint because he's the head brewer now. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was talking to him, he was telling me about how like um, a lot of the process that you do is, um, you know, you got you to gotta experiment and you got to choose your yeast wisely and, and that'll make the decision for how the flavor is going to taste more so than the type of apple you use or more so than the rest of the process and the yeast is so important and and left uh as kind of an afterthought in lots of brewing including with beer Mm -hmm. and so um leaving it to the wild is really a uh kind of ballsy thing to do Mm -hmm. that's really cool so he's got some some of those uh they have uh they have a few that they use when they do use yeast they use champagne yeast um which has a really nice uh floral kind of sweetness to it uh once everything is fermented they use a variety of different apples there's some of them use kensington black dabinet michelin uh they do use macintosh apples in quite a few uh they have a stone fruit cider where they use macintosh and pink ladies together and it creates like a nice kind of stone fruity flavor profile uh that's the stone fruit cider and then they have an elderflower cider where they have hand-picked elderflower that they grow on the estate and then they add some lemon and some local honey and it's probably the sweetest of the bunch that they have Mm -hmm. but it doesn't it's not sweet um it just kind of it's off dry and then it gives you that really nice elderflower finish and then just kind of a little bit of that honey in there is um enough to kind of take it from dry to off dry mm-hmm. and then so you mentioned kind of uh 
wine cider hybrid. So they do two of those, same kind of idea. They have It's called Twice as Nice. They have a Syrah and a Sauvignon Blanc. Mm. So the Syrah is wild fermented BC cider apples and Okanagan Syrah grape skins, Ooh. and then they ferment it. Oh. And so you get that kind of tannic finish with from the Syrah grape skins, but you get that... Um, you don't get as heavy of a body that you would from grapes as mm-hmm. you do with the apples. Yeah. And then the Sauvignon Blanc is a is a nice cleaner finish, and they use uh, Pink Ladies again and a couple other apples, and then they use Sauvignon Blanc grape skins. And um, in both cases, they age the cider in for six months ish. Wow. Um, and yeah, they just produces this totally new flavor where you're not left thinking of apples or grapes uh it's just this totally unique flavor that it's really hard to explain but uh, you get a little yeah you get that kind of tannic flavor from the from the grapes as i mentioned and you get the sweetness from the apples and you get the just this really beautiful balance and he serves them in these um big glass bottles with like uh pop caps that are and so it's i was personally i think it's a little bit more carbonated or or maybe it's just more naturally carbonated than the rest of them so it has this really kind of great experience to it as well and you get that kind of you get that pop and then you get the effervescence from the from the nose of the the drink um yeah it's super super cool uh they have on their property uh a bunch of seating area and they've got some like hanging swings from the tree um they allow uh dogs that are on leash and well behaved um uh, kids are welcome, and you can do tasting flights of anything that they have on tap at the time. Usually they have, I think, four taps going, and you can get three different ciders on your flight. Yeah. They have a food truck on site that stays there. It's Smitty's Oyster House, which I always found a little funny because like, I don't think to pair oysters with cider, but <laughs> they don't just sell oysters. Um, but they have, you know, corn dogs and and salmon tacos and and other kind of seafood uh they have uh they serve ice cream local ice cream there as well sometimes out of a food stand that's that's permanently fixed there and sometimes they just sell kind of off sales uh through the actual um like cider tasting booth as well um and sometimes they'll bring on other uh food trucks in when smitty's isn't open and uh they have live shows during the summer, and contrary to their name, they are actually open seven days a week. Um, <laughs> apparently, a few years ago, they entered a beer competition and won with their cider. <laughs> no way. I don't have a lot of information about that, but one one rep- one uh, thing I came across when I found um, information about Sunday Cider was that that was something that they did. No way. Uh, That's so cool. Yeah. We, uh, anyway, we yeah. I was looking at uh, Google Maps there for a second there because I was trying to see if we went to Sunday Cider when we went to the, uh, not the Okanagan, uh, to the Sunshine Coast a couple years ago. And right. yeah, we did. It was awesome. And I recognized the, uh, the, the seating area immediately. It's a really cool property where they have... Uh, yeah. And... Uh, yeah, no, I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed uh, my time there. Their cider was delicious. Very cool. Yes. And I would definitely recommend going there. And it's like something different. I love like the wine, using the wine grapes into cider is really, really neat. Yeah, for sure. And it's funny because um, I, similar to you, like I think a lot of people go there and then kind of 
are, don't don't play. So like, oh, because I'm not sure if it, it doesn't look like uh, they are available in a ton of places. They are available in a few places on the Sunshine Coast, a couple in North Vancouver and Vancouver, um, but a lot of them are very uh, like smaller. Uh, markets or liquor stores that you can get them. So they're not the kind of places like it's in your face all the time. So yeah. you don't see them a- a- everywhere. Uh, but I sent a picture. But they're yeah, they're like like you said, their their property is super memorable. And so uh, I sent a picture last year with uh, or being on the um, the sw- the like hanging swings there. They're like lounging swings, papas on swings. Yeah, and uh, we sent it to my family and then my sister immediately sent a picture back of her in the same one from like a week prior when she was there and I was like oh my. <laughs> and then when we went again this year we did the same thing I sent the picture again and and my sister was like oh you're back at Sunday Cider and so yeah it's um <laughs> definitely very memorable uh and um like I said you can find them in about what is that nine places in Vancouver three in North End and five on the sunshine coast Mm -hmm. uh and then they're served in several bars and restaurants um one of the places that they're served is at superflux beer company uh and the reason i bring that up specifically is because they are good friends with the owners or brewers of superflux and um so they share a lot of like yeast like fermenting tips and and that kind of stuff so that's why it's cool to see uh, a cidery that's not just focused on being a cidery and like searching for the best like cider techniques across around the world, but they're also, um, you know, talking about like, oh, how do you brew your beer and like, can we learn from that and can we create this great experience like with infusions or or collabs or whatever? So, uh, and then of course, uh, um, Smitty's Oyster House, the the like brick and mortar location serves them. And obviously they have a bit of a, a deal there where they um, serve on each other's property or whatever. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, yes. Cool. Yeah. I, I don't have a tremendous amount of information. I, I should have written down the Clint was fabulous when he was serving us to just told us so much about everything and the mm-hmm. whole uh, property. And I should have written it all down, but uh, I didn't cause I was just too busy enjoying all the ciders. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I definitely think it's worth checking out uh, if for nothing else than just get a flight and, and sit on the property on a nice warm day. Uh, even when the Sunshine Coast is bumping and there's people everywhere, Sunday Cider has, has like a nice kind of tranquil vibe to it. It's yeah. it's easy to get to because it's right off the highway, but then you go down the lot just enough. You can't even hear the highway from where you are. So um, yeah, it's super, super great area to be and uh, highly recommend it. So if you find yourself on the Sunshine Coast, um, we've got quite a, a list of things starting to build up on the Sunshine Coast. Oh, yeah. So they're, doing, they're doing very well up there. It's a, a not-so-hidden gem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, so if you find yourself on the Sunshine Coast, check out Sunday Cider at 1632 Sunshine Coast Highway. They always have a giant sign out front of their driveway. It's like a... It's like a gravel driveway, and they have a big sign in the shape of an apple, and it just says Sunday Cider on it. So uh, pretty hard to miss. Mm-hmm. Yeah, perfect. Really neat location just overall. Like And like you said, it's hard to miss. The big sign that says Sunday Cider just pops out yeah. of the in the middle. Not, not the middle of nowhere, but pretty close. <laughs> yeah, it just jumps out in the middle of the road. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that about wraps it up for this leg of our journey. Taste BC Radio is recorded, edited, and produced by Jeff Wilson and me, Dan Kavanaugh. 
You can continue the journey and check out everywhere we talked about today in the show notes and our TasteBC map. Make sure to follow us at TasteBC Radio on Instagram and Facebook, and we'd love to have you join our community on Patreon. Links are in the show notes. Tune in next time to find out what we will be tasting next. And never miss an episode by subscribing on your podcast app. In the meantime, make sure to rate and review the show. This really helps us grow, and we really do appreciate the feedback. Until next time, support local and keep Keep it tasty. tasty. We are talking cideries today. Oh, crap. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) Is that right? No? (laughs) No, you're right. You're right. I'm going to need a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Did you have a brewery lined up? Yeah. Yeah. I forgot that we... I forgot we were doing the order we were doing it in.